Hey, good evening, everybody. How we doing tonight? Evening. <laughs> a little rough start getting Eric on here, but we got him, didn't we? Hey, Waylon, good to see you. I think Brian we do. Bonner. Yeah, I think we got him. Oh, Caden Foss is joining us tonight. Great. Good to see everybody. <laughs> we got an endorsement for president already, I see. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, for some reason, not seeing everything on here, guys. So, Jamie, if you see something, just go ahead and Go ahead and read it or put it right. Oh up. yeah, okay. I, we'll get these chats up here. I can throw them babies up. I've right, got yeah, no right volume here. Oh, we got. Right. Oh, Eric came. Oh, he's got. Let nothing. Eric mess around here a little bit. We're gonna go ahead and get this baby opened with the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution: a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And boy, I just I can't. I can't say enough about the Second Amendment. And you know what I noticed? Constitutional Chafee. She had it on there the other night. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. I like to see that. I love it. We're, 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 we're spreading the freedom. So we got <laughs> Trampas. Good evening. Caden Foss. Yeah, you saw him. Waylon Turnus. Hey, Zach. Good. Kevin Gillis. Good evening. Pro 2A brothers and sisters. Good evening. Brian Warner. Right back at you. Fellow MBEs. Love to see that one. I don't know what's going on on my end. It's uh, for some reason it's not working, but we've had a few things tonight. Uh, can you hear us, to Eric? No, he said he can't. We might have to cut him. Ah, well. Can you hear us hear at you all, though. Eric? <laughs> he said he can't hear us. Technology. So. That's not good. Uh, do you have your mute on? <laughs> no, I don't think he can hear us at all, can he? No, it ain't, it ain't working good. Maybe uh even a shot, doctor. I'm gonna Eric, I'm gonna mute you. There we go. We'll see if we can figure this out. All right. E Eric, if you can hear us at all, give me the thumbs up when you can finally can. There's just not nothing there, is there? No. <laughs> so everybody i guess uh we had a show kind of started to plan out around eric with grizz's taxidermy so we'll give him a few little uh, antidotes here uh grizz's taxidermy is out of shade hill south dakota in fact uh he's basically my taxidermist uh, right here you can see it 18342 baki road shade hill south dakota if you want to get a hold of him you get 605-222-9054 and of course grizz's taxidermy at hotmail.com that's how you get a hold of eric he does a great job and i'll just put up a few of the things here that uh right now here we got uh, there's a mountain lion he did that was his brothers if i remember correctly nice uh, that was pretty cool i remember what i think that's what i've seen him working on of course you've seen the rattlesnake videos so check that out this is yeah. the rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, yeah eric's big in the uh, snake charmer he is he's a he's a snake charmer <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice crappie he did. I don't know if that's the one he did for his brother. His brother caught a great big one. His brother's Ryan down here at Shade Hill Reservoir. This thing was huge, guys. Probably the biggest one I'd ever seen. Uh, yeah, it's a good looking crappie there. Let's see if this will work here. Turkey yep. there. See, my stuff is. I don't know what's going on tonight. There it goes. All my side stuff is locked up, Jamie, but we'll do the best we can here with it. But that's okay. a neat, I like that, that turkey one. It's uh kind of got an old cream can and just I don't know something different. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now that's this good. one here, I believe this was his brother's room that he had down there. And uh Oh yeah, a bunch of gold there. That's yep. awesome. Hey, can you hear us now, Eric? Do we have you? Yes, no. 
<laughs> anyway, that was a nice uh, goat that he got there, I mean, sheep that he got there, and then all the mule deer. I think those all came out of Idaho. Can you hear us, uh, Eric, at all? Nothing. We got nothing. Uh, here's a deer he did for me. Nope. Uh, that was a nice white too. I took a few years back here. Um, I just thought he did a fantastic job on it. Oh, yeah. Um, Looks of course, good. Here we go right here. There we go. Now, does that speak freedom or what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the 454 console. <laughs> Sean Doctor said try sign try language. Sign language. <laughs> All right, you know what this one is? <laughs> That's my name. What do you mean I know how to do? <laughs> Look at there. There's Eric. He's uh, right there behind a Tacticam. That is his slayer. He takes that he takes that rifle everywhere. Yeah, we're having trouble with him uh, on the other end here. And, of course, there yeah. he is uh, at that. I believe that was the North Dakota Taxidermy Show. I don't know what he got there for an award. If it was, yeah, that's a big that's old a crappie. Huge, there. Um, Jesus, maybe that's, that's the massive. one he did. I don't. I know he did one for his brother. God, that's huge. a big crappie. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some big ones, but nothing like that. <laughs> Me, neither. Me neither. That's pretty impressive. I was going to show you one other one. Here. Oh, so what Eric was going to actually talk about, guys. Here's my. Here's the mule deer he did for me. I'm going to take it. After visiting with him, though. Nice. Uh, I like the I like this one. You know, he put some habitat around it. I just think it does something mm -hmm. for it. So guess what? Uh, we're gonna send it back and we're gonna dress it up a little bit <laughs> and make it look a little nicer. So hang a pumpkin spice <laughs> off the antler there. You <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> and what Eric was actually gonna talk about was how to cape out a deer, you know, some of the things he does in taxidermy, but I don't know much about that. So Eric, can you hear us yet? No, yes, no. I don't think we have him, do we? Nope. Hey, Eric, um, try your audio settings on your phone, possibly. Um, there might be a block on there, but otherwise, I don't know what else I can do for you. Yeah, might be a lost cause here this yeah, evening. Yeah, so. we got the video. We just don't have the audio. Yeah. Yeah, looks like he's got his uh, no-shave November. Got an early start <laughs> yeah. on it. So. <laughs> Kevin likes that work. He's a fantastic. Oh, he does. Here. He does yeah, a great job. Uh, that's why I've had him uh, do a lot of stuff for me, and I just love it. I just I can't say enough about it. Tell you what, why don't we take take a quick? Let's do a double ad here, quick, like Jamie, and I'm going to try to connect here with Eric. Okay. Let me do. Let me get it up here. Like right, real... We're going to do our first ad mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Double ad right, right here. Here we go. At Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 
3-2. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Right on. And then, if you, hey, if you visit any of our sponsors, make sure and tell them you heard it on Guns on the 701 and you appreciate them sponsoring our show. And as a side note, happy ninth anniversary to the blind guy and the blind oh, gal, great. Wyatt and Tammy. They're out uh, They're out having uh, celebrating their ninth uh, wedding anniversary. Well, hopefully they're eating beef. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be beef or, or you know, ham- oh, hamburgers beef, but they're going, I think, to I'm not, a Mexican restaurant. I won't oh. say which one because they're not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I think I've ate out all of them up there, and I, I can't tell you that. I like the one down on Bismarck Expressway. That's pretty good. I tried that new mm-hmm. one over in Mandan. Food was excellent. Food was excellent, but I can tell you right now, I wasn't uh, very impressed with their service. They needed to step her up. <laughs> we got a sniper in the comments here or something Free. again. Yeah, Peter Pertua, he's trying to sell us something on his financial. <laughs> That's a first, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it is. No, thanks. We're not interested. <laughs> yeah, he's a, it's a Facebook user, by the way. Yep. Is it? Okay. Pinpoint that. So, guys, uh, Eric, he, we just I tried there during the break to get him uh, his audio, but we could not get his audio to come through. We did test this when he was at my house, and it worked. But we're going to have to work a little bit on that and bring him back. So we're going to scrub that for tonight. Uh, I hated to because I know he had some great information on what to do if you harvest a really nice animal or or any animal as far as that goes and you want to just preserve that. Uh, like he always tells me, mm-hmm. he says, the trophy's in the in the beholder of the eye. It's the, it's the person himself. So he'll pretty much do right. anything. And uh, I will show you this, though. I'll tell you what. Let's cue that up because... He likes to play with them darn rattlesnakes. So I had this loaded up just for him, but uh, we'll we'll show it to you anyway. The female snake has got babies in it. That's good. Glad she doesn't have an outside of her. Well, we'll do it Yeah, she's lucky you can see a hump in her right there. And it's a female. I think she's gonna have young. Not anymore. Dad? Oh, she's striking. There we go. Now, lid. And good Mom? night, snake. Would yeah. she have babies like Mom? <laughs> Liz little one there. You're gonna have babies that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Uh, Eric's uh I'm I'm definitely the only other guy I know that messed around with rattlers like that a lot's Marty, I think, and his younger brother Monty. Yeah. But hey Brand, uh, so, Dan, good evening. I can I seen Dan's now come through, but I'm not seeing everybody else's, but that's okay. Uh, I know Jamie can see him, so oh yeah, I can see him. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna actually bring up this thing here and, and I tell you what I'm gonna do, Clay. I'm gonna since we're going to plan B. <laughs> I got something for everybody okay. here. As soon as I, well, I, I do too. I got something I, I was looking at just today, but uh, you know, you know me in North Dakota, game and fish. I just love. It. Oh, Waylon, he said he's gonna have to buzz out in a bit. They're going to shoot pool at the tumbleweed tonight. Oh. All right, well, you see Scotty Mock there. Tell him I said hi. 
Yeah, keep rolling. You bet we will. Yeah, Dan Brown, Zach Meyer. That's a whole lot of nopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, me too. I, I got no desire for that, guys. I just don't. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right, Clay. I'll hit on. I'll hit on one here Go first. first. Um, Governor Joni Ernst from uh, Republican. Uh, she's uh, in Iowa. She's asking uh, uh, ATF, which we've talked about quite a bit here over the last couple months, to explain the surge and revoked FFLs and suggesting it has overstepped the boundaries of the law. This is part of uh, Governor Ernst's ongoing oversight of the ATF and Senator Chuck Grassley. I mean, if you pay attention to politics, uh, Chuck Grassley, a Republican, Iowa. He's standing right with her. And this Grassley's he's kind of an old dude, but he's still got it there. I mean, he's he, he seems like he's been around about as long as McConnell, but his head's <laughs> in the right place most of the time. And, and instead of Mitch is there. The two the two released a statement noting that they are following up on their previous oversight of the ATF and exposing its attempt to abuse the law to revoke FFLs from lawful gun sellers. Further, they're demanding answers on how the ATF is taking away FFLs in a way that clearly oversteps the intent of the law at the expense of the legal gun seller, which Clay, we said, right on Friday, I think it was on Todd's show, they've taken over away over 1,000 FFL yes. licenses in the United States since, since uh, Comrade oh, Biden yeah. allegedly won the election here. So um, the release contained a quote here. Um, our, our questions and concerns are particularly... Actually, you know what? Joni Ernst is, I, I don't know, I blew that up in the beginning. She's not the governor anymore. She oh, used okay. to be, I think, maybe. She's, she's a senator now, too. I don't know what the heck I was thinking there. But anyways, <laughs> the governor's, yeah. Anyway, Joni Ernst and, and Grassley are senators. Um, our questions and concerns are particularly acute given our agency's recent gross misinterpretation of who is required to get FFLs in order to sell guns, which they want it to everybody, be everybody. Yeah. Clay, right? They right, definitely Clay? want to get rid of private right. sales. Yeah, and if you make any money, you're you're a felon anything. because you're not supposed to sell anything to make money, especially guns, because that's just being so so evil <laughs> yeah. sideways. In no way did Congress mean to require anyone who even offers to sell a gun to need an FFL. Ernst and Grassley added, at a time when crime appears to be increasing, your agency's actions risk alienating some of the government's most valuable sources in combating gun violence. This is a questionable decision at best. As was the case last year, FFL holders remain a crucial partner in stopping dangerous criminals from accessing firearms, and they should be treated as such. And Breitbart, this is this is a story from Breitbart News. Uh, they spoke with Ernst Tuesday. She said the Biden administration's twisting the law. Wow, imagine That's that, really? That. The Biden regime twisting the law. Um, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Um, and burdening lawful gun sellers to advance their gun-grabbing agenda, which th that is their agenda, make no mistake. Oh, and that's yeah. exactly what she said, make no mistake. Biden's ATF has had it out for gun owners since day one. And finally, she added, for years, this administration has cracked down on law-abiding gun dealers, but instead of helping dealers comply with the law, Biden's ATF has created additional hurdles to more easily revoke licenses for inconsequential so-called, quote, mm -hmm. violations. You know, so if you get a little paperwork violation, which happens, I don't care what damn business you're in. Yeah. But if you're an FFL, they want to shut you down because that, which is because it's because they hate it. You know, you're not going to shut down uh, Bismarck Mandan Honda place because they had a paperwork violation, right? They don't get shut down for that, but they want to do that to gun Absolutely. Dealers. This has come at the expense of many small businesses just trying to make a living. I'm working to end this abuse against FFL holders. Joe Biden's ATF has avoided critical oversight for a year, but accountability is 
coming. I'm looking forward to oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> so Eric's chiming in here. He says he can make, and I can see his. He says, I can make comments when I first logged into the commie tube. It wouldn't let me type. He says, I'm a low-tech man in the high-tech world. <laughs> I hear you, Eric. Me too. Oh, you can so hear, you us, can hear now. us now. Hey, Vance. Vance hey, tuned Vance, in good there. to have you on tonight all the way from Georgia. So, no, I, you know what? I, I was listening uh, to the radio a little bit. And I see these ads now. Uh, I'm guessing you were wrapped up with yours, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, go ahead, Clayton. And I guess I, I hear these ads coming from the North Dakota Game and Fish, of course. And what's interesting is with North Dakota Game and Fish, I'm pretty sure they went and took some of the money that, unfortunately, both Senator John Hoven and Kevin Kramer supported immensely uh, in that outdoor act they passed, which was a horrible act as far as I was concerned. And they were just outing how great it was. And all the dollars that was going to come back to fight CWD. Imagine yeah. The CWD. Everyone don't know what that is. Chronic wasting disease. They're not worried about EHD. They're not worried about anything else because there's no money in it. They're strictly worried about this chronic wasting disease that uh, they can't even prove what really is going on with it. They even make claims that uh, there's no cure for it. But yet, if you read all the things from, say, Whitetails Unlimited, the Whitetail, uh, uh, I can't remember the, off the top of my management uh, organization. Vance, help me out with this one if you're still listening. But there's a Whitetail group out there. And, it, and what it is, it's it's the farmed Whitetails and deer in Texas. And they use, what, humeric acid, I believe. They add it to their ground. And it, they've had great, great mm -hmm. success with getting rid of chronic wasting disease. And, but yet they, they claim there's just no way to take care of this. But, and you, now you'll love this. So check this out. I'm going to share this screen here guys with you. They have an entire web page now. Oh, can you see that? I, 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 there it is. Yeah. Sort of. All right. I got a little, here, I'll, I got I'll a little computer here. There you go. Protect the So herd. what they have, Oh, Trampus Brenner says they got ads on TV, streaming devices, too. They're probably advertising on our probably. thing. <laughs> but uh, they got an entire page here about protect the herd. Your actions matter. And you got all these baiting restrictions, transportation, a lot of restrictions, surveillance and testing. Mm -hmm. You can now request a sampling kit. Gee, where have we heard that before? Get your own self-sampling kit. Disease, facts, and questions. Let's go to that. I bet you that's resourceful. What you can do, go hunting. And North Dakota hunters are eyes and ears and boots on the ground. They were kind of talking about that in one of their ads too. And they talk about how it can be transmitted from you know animal to animal, which it probably is. But you know what the biggest problem is, especially when I hear these guys talk? It is, what do you think? It's the baiting. If you bait and they got close contact and unnatural Ooh. grouping, that now they've they hit. Oh, look at look at three B two just gashing oh, right into yeah, their big right dark there. area. That's right, boys. I'm putting some corn down this weekend. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm in three F two down here, um, and I can tell you right now that uh, I know of one C D C W D that came from this area, and I've been here 25 years. I also got to point mm -hmm. out everybody, and and I know this has been brought up on K Fire and and uh, of course iHeartRadio, and on on uh, Daryl's show, and essentially what's going on here is they're testing these deer heads as they're coming in. Now they want you to get your own kit. 
But the problem with that is they died maybe with it. They didn't die of it. Otherwise, you'd have never mm -hmm. known. Oh, some sure. bad feedback. Can you hear that? Nope. You're all, you're all blurry, though. I can tell you that. You're probably sucking up too much juice that putting this thing up well here. Be. For that could very well be. <laughs> but uh, that, that is so when it comes to CWD, is it that big a problem? I really don't think it is. I think we've seen way bigger issues with other diseases that come through. And, and they're like running cycles, guys. They always do. Uh, I noticed around here that the CWD, I mean, I, I had one tested here because I had one pop up on my place. It wasn't CWD. Mm -hmm. um, and I can tell you right now. It was LCB. LCB. Lead core <laughs> bullet. No, it, it was after it started foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know what the hell the difference is. So people that are actually for, you know out there photographing deer, they can bait. I mean, they said that right in their testimonies. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know about you, but when you, when every time I see it, the cornfields harvested around here, what's always left over? Big old pile of corn. A lot of times, oh yeah, there's spillage, things like that. They they herd up there, and they they cannot stop that. So the only thing they're doing is stopping us on private land. I guess they can do what they want with the wildlife management areas. There ain't nothing we can do about that. But uh, like Brian's, I like that Brian. It's the COVID of the deer world, exactly. It's and oh, and there's a sure. ton of money well, I mean, in it now. That's the problem. There's a ton of money. Well, they got a bunch coming back. Hoven is jacked up. How much? Oh, money he's proud of it. CWD prevention. So, yeah, I mean, I watch deer all the time. Even when there's nothing there, Clay, they're they're rubbing noses and swapping spit. I mean, it, it's, inevitable. it's inevitable. It's inevitable. And it's, I liked how one guy called in on that this a while ago, and it's still relevant. Hmm. He says, I live right on the border of 3F2, and I think it was 3E2 over there, which is just to the north. Mm -hmm. I believe that's that flasher area. But on, he goes, so he goes, the deer every day are crossing that line. He says, they don't know where your boundary is. So he says, how come yeah. uh, it's okay in one unit for me to take every, take everything over, but in the other one, I got to leave the spine and the brain and all that. He says, well, you know, he goes, plus he says, they're gathering over in my unit, which has no CWD. They gather there. Mm -hmm. They eat on the big freaking silage piles and corn piles. <laughs> like, yeah, they go over on the other side. Oh, that's CWD. <laughs> I thought it was a great. Oh, analogy. of course it is. And it, oh, absolutely, and Clay. I had no, no, uh, basically no answer for it. I know I did read of something because there isn't that's one right, for there it. There is one. Other than well, we got to put a line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's about all. Let's see if I can zoom. This yeah. Up. So, like you see, like I said, the unit I hunt in is way. It's it's just like a finger pointing into their band. They're gonna they're gonna snipe us. Out. They're gonna give us a pincer oh, move next year too. I'm, I'm quite no certain. Doubt. But guess what? I'm gonna have a new crossbow. It's gonna be uh, 450 feet, just like a <laughs> rifle. It's gonna be easy to harvest. So I don't need to. Pay don't have to worry about it, do you? <laughs> just stick around and I get it. Everybody <laughs> thinks they shoot at 100 yards. I'll get it figured out at 100 yards. So. <laughs> well. Let's see if I can load You know, this I, I, I normally wouldn't have did it, but the way people piss and moan and, and the regulations, I'm, I'm going to do it just, just because. because I can and I got a license for it. So. Well, I like it. This know, isn't this really is... showing up real well here, so I'll see if I can load it this way on here. There it is. The criteria for lifting baiting restrictions. This is on their own website. Following input from stakeholders through spring and summer 2023, the department officials implemented a management strategy that allows baiting restrictions to be removed if, one, the number of the adult deer equivalent to at least 10% of 
of the gun licenses allocated in the unit are tested for CWD within a year. It, that didn't it, But happen. did you notice what other seasons are missing for testing? Uh-oh. A bow. Not the old stick and stringers. No bows. No bow hunting oh. here. They didn't ask for that. They don't harvest CWD deer with stick and strings. <laughs> and, and then, and also, only the they're best. They're not gonna. They're not even gonna do anything with the muzzle loader. Mm-hmm. That's okay, I guess. So, yeah, well, really? it just says they just want to test those with gun licenses. Ten percent of the gun licenses allocated in the unit have to be mm-hmm. tested for CWD within the year. Well, I don't know about you, but three F two always has a ton of deer tags. Way too many. There's a lot of leftover. Oh, there's some left over this year. You get this. All the results have to be negative. Huh. I bet you they won't be negative, even if they hit their 10%. Yeah. If the sampling goal is not met or CWD is confirmed in the unit, the baiting restriction will remain. I mean, this is just, it makes, well, I told you, it's about the money, the money, the money, follow the money. It always is. Uh, it's about the money, the money, and 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 we want to, we want, we think it's cheating, so we want to bound. That's about, it. basically, that's exactly what it is, guys. Um. Turns out we're going to make some hay bales next year, right where the deer seem to congregate. Oh, I believe they like hay bales. Oh, I forgot to pick one up. <laughs> I just, this this idea, yes, it's a transmittable disease. Um, suppose, you know, but it, I can tell you right now, I don't know about anybody else, but I see more dead deer when I'm out there haying or checking my cows that probably died from something other than CWD. I mean, I know darn well that my whitetails around here two years ago were wiped out by EHD. That was confirmed. Had nothing to do with CWD. I've never had all my deer wiped out by CWD, ever. I mean, right. they're doing great because the whitetails are dead. But yeah, they stink though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and of course, then they got their carcass transportation restrictions and. I just I look at this whole page and you know this was it's funny. As soon as I got that money, boom, they could get this up and running. But yet we can't get simple things like posting stuff, information, things like that. It was gonna take them years to get this electronic posting thing done when somebody even testified with on, on that particular issue when we were mm-hmm. fighting that bill or uh, not fight going for that bill. That guy said, Well, I'm an IT guy, he says I can have this up and running in three months. But it took two years for our government geniuses to do this. so Well, uh, the Breckland is circled with some very fresh, no trespassing signs. <laughs> and I got some more for you, too, if you need them. <laughs> you bet. Bring them up. Bring what's them happening up. next weekend? Youth pheasant well, opener. No, oh, no, that's this, this weekend. weekend. Next be, weekend is I'm actual. coming up next weekend. And, uh, okay. Awesome, that's the man. opener. Looking forward I, to I, it. I'm still planning to do that and bring the camper up. Maybe we can get some good well, video. But yeah, opener so. in North Dakota pheasant. And I think it's, a, isn't it early this year? Seems like it's a week early. Yeah, it is. It's a week. It's, I think the last two years it's been a week early because I, I thought it was a second week again. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, I looked and I was like, oh, so I got hold of Wyatt. So a blind guy and a blind gal are coming awesome. up. And I think JR is. And I'm not sure about my buddy Trav and, and you and, and you and I. So it'll be, uh, We'll see what we can get. Like I said, I'm going to go up there and put a little little something down. If you, hey, hey, Rudy's, if you're sick, all them sunflowers are on there. Come eat some of this corn. <laughs> exactly. Uncle Wyatt's corn I got out here Perfect. for you. So. Yeah. You tell them to come. Everything to the right just place. popped up here, so I'm going to start putting them up. I don't know if they're still displaying for you guys, but uh, 
Well, this one here I'll read the way he's back. Um, Dan Brown put it up. Bizman Rifle and Pistol Club is holding a USPSA pistol match. And it just moved on me. At the pistol match at Saturday at the Moffat Gun Range. Registration starts at 9, shooting at 10. Central time. Central time. Good. All right, Clayton, go ahead. I'm going to see if we can make this come back. Anyway, uh, Trampus Brenner said that they had, I read that, I guess, they have ad streaming on, on your devices now. Eric Newman, he goes, yeah, CWD is the same as China virus. Hold on, hold on, folks. <laughs> Lynette, if there's no cure, then what's the purpose? Exactly. I mean, they they can't. I think they can mitigate this. Yeah. You cannot do this. Last I checked, animals don't really care about their arbitrary lines or where they eat or where they gather. So they're going to gather wherever the food's the easiest, whether it's something that's naturally put out there or something that mm-hmm. was spilled over from a from a combine. They're going to go where the easy food is. That's just the way it's going to be. Doug's got, can't the deer just wear masks? <laughs> a nice one, Act. Yeah, and Kevlar vests. Vance Bishop has it. The more things they can regulate, the more revenue. And that's exactly what this is about. Follow yeah, the good money. Good point, Vance. You and there is right a there. ton of money out there. I don't know what's so special about it. And it ain't just here, guys. This is everywhere. It's kind of like the aquatic nuisance species thing. That started in Minnesota, I think, mainly. But that is spread everywhere. North Dakota's got it now. I went to do the jet ski. Even though I'm a resident, I still had to pay the one-time extra fee for their stupid aquatic nuisance species deal. Mm-hmm. But I think non-resident people, if they got their uh, boats coming in and out of state, I think they got to do it every single year now. they got to buy that sticker. It's just another way to raise money yeah. for no reason. And I can tell you right now, the game and fish coffers are flush. They have been... They always have that's one of the few bureaucratic bureaucracies that run in the black and they just want more and more. Uh and they can't even count fillets, let's face that. I mean uh Lynette K, who eats the deer heads? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Head cheese, Head man. Cheese, you make uh, it out of deer too. Uh Eric's got <laughs> out here, he goes, everything from f- to fish to birds, the big game goes through cycles. They flourish a few years, then others are down, but then they'll be back up again. That's right. And I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, pheasants right now guys we used to have great pheasants here then we had the first bad winter and then we had a second one follow that then we had drought for what three four years and then another we got hit and slammed with another one now they were just coming back the last two years and then last year's winter hit and i mean Mm -hmm. slammed them again now i will say i don't know what you've seen but i saw a lot of birds with a lot of young birds more than usual that was promising. I did see a lot of like really young birds. I was up two weeks ago, so I'm I'm going up this weekend again. I'll see what it looks see what like. I can, Good deal. I'll go blasting through the neighbor's sunflowers full bore and see what he's <laughs> yeah. kicking. Up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Sean Doctor's got on there. You know what the hell? What the f? And that thing's WTF? Yep. Yeah, no kidding. That's Eric got on here. I push the button on their keyboard and they can make their that's whatever. Oh, for oh sure. absolutely. And that's what's happening. That's what they'll do. And I can sure. tell you these these public meetings they were having, they kind of quit doing them. Um, they 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 cut them back. Oh, and they you know they're not on K Fire anymore. They didn't like the the pushback there. Well, I thought they were going all to just doing podcasts. Now they're not even going to do meet meetings. Probably anymore. that's probably what they're. Because they don't want to face people, actually. guys. Any bureaucrat that don't want to talk to you is a problem. If you are in that position, your job is to talk to the people. I mean, that that's, I mean, that, that act, I mean, not only does that look bad, it is it bad. It is bad. So. But that's because when they were doing those meetings, I know I, I played a clip on that one. 
That guy didn't have – he didn't know what to say. He just kept – 30 year old clip. The 30, <laughs> 30 year old can't have. <laughs> him, and, him and Big Mike, you know, his wife. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I Big saw Mike a video that I can't – I just I shouldn't even mention, but they evidently came walking out of a building that they dropped their kids off for college. I don't know. She looked like she was swinging a large one, man. Yeah, something's <laughs> whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess whatever, whatever. What's Gene uh, Barry likes? But. I'm not a big fan of baiting, but the CWD excuse is not baiting for not baiting is a lame one at best. Mm-hmm. Normal egg practice causes deer to bunch up. Exactly, Gene. Exactly, and that's that's what yeah. we were just kind of saying is it makes no difference whether I go out there and put a five <laughs> gallon out. You got, oh, you got another one here? That's great. <laughs> With all the money going to Ukraine, maybe they I researched that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're researching deer oh, over there as well. Yeah, maybe they all are. All the rest eggs, ain't that what they got over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like big giant mule deer. I love, <laughs> I love them red steaks. Oh, I love it. Well, tell you what, we're coming up at six, well, six thirty-five, seven thirty-five Central. Should we do another uh, timeout and say, thank some sponsors? And yep, uh, let's hit it and come back. I got uh, a little something on our, our buddies at the NRA, Clay. That everybody, you know, they don't do nothing in NRA. Right. Let's hit it. Did you hit her? Oh, you want yeah, me to I, do I it? Yeah, I lost here. my okay. controls here. <laughs> all right, we're kind of so everybody's me and Clay, or we got kind of thrown off there in we the did. beginning. So, all right, here we go. Hang on. Lawler <laughs> Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701 258 6308. The team of mechanics at Lawler Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lawler, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. And again, we can't thank our sponsors enough, Lauer Auto Repair, down there on 309 South Washington Street. Again, you can reach him at 701-258-6308. And of course, the blind guy. And I was, uh, and I was out at uh, one of the owners of Lower Auto Repair, Mister Axel Hondo, and his wife's place. Um, was like yesterday, yeah, I was out there yesterday uh, doing the. If you ever wondered what the Axel, I never seen anybody really shoot ballistics gel too far out, so we took it out to 250 yards with my my six five Grandel out of the mm-hmm. Ruger Ranch, a 16 inch barrel. Uh, I was going to be using for deer hunting and shot that into the gel short video, just over a minute. You want to see that it's pretty odd. You know, it was a little impressed with the wound channel cavity. I was, I thought it would penetrate a little more, but I don't know. Some people talked to me and thought that that was actually pretty good. Okay. So I said, okay, I mean, it's probably 300 yard max 325 deer rifle, which is fine. And then, but later on after that clay, um, ax had, had a gong out of 500 and I took two whacks at it, nailed it twice. Not a very big gong. I want to say like, you know, I don't know, 10, 12 inches wide by 15. Right. We had them both within about five inches. And then he had a, a flywheel hanging up <laughs> about another, 
I think that one was at 527, uh, hanging on a tee post. We went back. I took one crack, nailed that, and I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm quitting shooting for tonight. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're on fire you her, here. You got her covered, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's a good video, though, if you want. We're actually going to do – we saved the gel. And remember when I did the video with the 223 deer right. rounds? And we're going we're gonna to flip it around. We're going to take that out to 250 again, and I'm going to shoot it with them 62-grain – um uh 223 rounds for deer and we're gonna see their their sierra bowtail game kings soft points we're gonna see how far that penetrates compared to this grand cool. also well I'll tell you what while you're talking about it, i went ahead and loaded this up should we take a look at it all right let's do it right here maximized in here there let's we go hey jd here guns in the 701 got my 65 grendel hornaday 123 grain sst we got the ballistic gel out there about it's about six inch about like size of a six inch gong 250 yards let's do this <laughs> i definitely hit i hit it just it to the left hard, center <laughs> pretty much elevation was just right on at 250 here good freaking uh damage can damage in there what do we got here 13 in 13 inch penetration with the hornet here at 250 Ooh. that will definitely Look at that. Smoke a deer. Yeah, I'm looking for you can see the it. pieces in yeah. there. Yeah. Big Johnson man right there, Laura. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty pleased with uh, how this shot at 250 into the gel. Of course, I wanted a little more penetration, but most guys do. It <laughs> looks like it's going to work uh, when it comes to deer out here. This is a little over six weeks. I'll let you know. And since it's baseball season, nice job. I uh, put some baseball oh. music in there for it. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. <laughs> I said, I, you know, since it's baseball season, I put some baseball music in ah. there. So, yeah, if anybody wants to actually see that video, you can go. It's on uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel and Facebook yep. page. So you can check it, it out. It also loaded to our Rumble channel. So Okay. Awesome. I know this one uh, guy there, loads up the live video or uh, videos like that to our channel. It actually uploads then to Rumble and I, here's the thing with that. We tried to get our live stream going on Rumble, and they changed things and essentially got to be a subscriber. I did notice it's picked up a little bit. We have, you know, Actually, I'm mm -hmm. surprised at some of the viewership over there. When it's kind of low on YouTube or Facebook, guess what? The Rumble one is up. Mm -hmm. So it tells me that uh, it's a different viewership too. So I don't know. They're viewed enough that we've earned $5. I just don't know how to <laughs> collect it now. So. All right, so Gene says he's going to say I'm going to get the same penetration with the 223. Gene, I was actually going to say the same thing. I'm curious, though, if the wound channel is going to be the same because the the Grendel was 123 grain SST going right about 20, 2400, and the 62 grain 223 is going, if I remember right, 2700 feet per second, so. That's you know that's yeah. football feet per second uh, faster. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. see maybe Saturday morning. I got to talk to Doug. And oh, there you go. Hey, Lynette's on uh, Rumble. Oh, so she go. loves yep. it. So Good. all right. So Clayton, last week we talked about some NRA. Yeah, we did. Uh, Cody and I had a little minor dust up there on Daryl <laughs> Show last Wednesday. Actually. I thought it was a good show. So I'm gonna. Yeah, it was a good show. I, I enjoyed it. And then, hey, I'm, I'm up for some more of that, too. That, that's great. I, I love the NRA. So here, so going with that, I got a story here, short one. Uh, NRA, 
So earlier this month, the NRA ILA Florida Grassroots team hosted various events across the state to continue NRA's important work in maximizing grassroots education and outreach, which Clayton is important because people need to know how the hell they get, get the message right. out and, and push our Second Amendment civil right. The, the engagement with so many NRA members and supporters was invaluable. Hundreds of Floridians joined as various NRA ILA, which, Clay, right? The NRA ILA was when? 75, I believe. That is the actual lobbying arm of the NRA. The NRA wasn't into lobbying much of anything before then. So no, they, they that's hosted, why they created it, was after 1968. Right, right. So, so I mean... I don't. When people say the NRA supported gun control, I'm I'm not necessarily disagreeing with them, but they they definitely had changed. So, anyway, the the NRA ILA hosted events to get crucial political updates, learn more about NRA ILA signature grassroots programs, and roll up their sleeves as NRA activism training workshops, which mm-hmm. is cool. I think they had those there here here one time. As yeah, it's been a long time ago, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I can't say for sure. But the NRA team had a great time building on important relationships in support of the second. A huge thank you goes out. So here's some, hey, here's some uh, uh, Clay's Patriotic companies down in Florida here, a few of them. A huge thank you to our coalition partners in Florida that helped make this important effort a success. Bass Pro, Fort Myers, which some Bass Pros aren't really pro. No, they're not. <laughs> really very nice. Pint and Pistol, which sounds like my kind of party. Uh, Continental Shooting Sports, Shooters World Orlando, and Pro Firearms Academy and Gunsmithing. So there you go. The old do nothing, um, comp. Uh, you know what do they call it, Clay? When, oh, uh, making deals with somebody. I'm, the word's escaping me. Well, right we, now. Yeah, the sauce. They basically, they say NRA is always bargaining away your yeah. rights. NRA, you're out there uh, helping people, training them how they can get the well, second. Cody Amendment says they're uh, they're out. gun control advocates. I mean, he basically he did yeah. he flat yeah. out said that he's wrong. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But there they are doing uh, doing work for for our civil rights down Florida and, and other states. They do. And if that, you guys so are interested in joining NRA. right here, guys, just hit their website. That's nra.org. Hit join today. They made, they made it really easy right there at the top of the screen. Uh, one year at forty five, two years seventy five, uh, three years for a hundred, and five years at one hundred and fifty. Of course, you can do like I did and move your way up in the life memberships where you start out of life and then. Yeah. Oh, what is their uh, patron and endowment? And Ben, I don't there. I, I don't know. I'm at that top level. I don't even remember what I, I did quit though. Yeah. They wanted me to go to Golden Eagles. I'm not going to pay that fee every year. Well, I, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a life member and I donate when yeah. I can. I don't know. I probably donate another 50 to 75 a year. So Gene says we're talking about the gel test again. That's muzzle velocity. 223 will shed velocity quicker. Yes, oh. it will. The ballistic coefficient's way lower on that, on that 62 right. grain. There's a wound channel will be smaller again, his opinion. So Gene, I think you and I are in hundred percent agreement with what's going to happen. And I'm looking forward to, to getting them results yeah. out and do another show on that one. So I'm not going to waste one going to 500 with them 62. Grand <laughs> 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 I even managed to get out yeah. on the range here the other day here. Uh, it was a nice day. I had a couple of extra hours. So me and the boys took the, the guns out. So we should have went out, throwed a few birds and tried the shotguns out, but uh, we sent some down the. You know, I got the hundred yard uh, gong, and then I got the three twenty five. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, when deer season comes, we're ready. Uh, both of them on their two forty threes. Awesome. They drilled them. I have that two seventy of mine. I mean, as I always talk about, that's my two seventy. That that's my go to gun. 
And there's a mm-hmm. reason I, I can take that gun and yeah. Oh, I can't blame you, man. So then I took one out awesome. to 500 and I had 560 some yards is where I put the other gong on. I just ran out on the four wheeler shot. Boom. There's nothing more satisfying than hearing that. Ting. <laughs> it is. It is. It, I mean, if you've never shot steel, uh, it is definitely satisfying. It's it. I mean, to me, it's just about on par with you say a jug out oh, there at 500 and shoot and pop. But I, I love it. it. It makes you, it does make you feel good. I mean, I mean, it makes you, it'll bring a smile. I've never seen anybody not smile oh, when they've done that. It's so. a, that's reactionary targets are always a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. And guys, I know we're going off on a lot of different things tonight, uh, basically, because we were ready to go with Grizz for the, most of the show, but uh, it just didn't yeah. work out. And by the way, yeah, we want to. We're going to shorten this up tonight because I think both of us. Uh, I know Jamie wants to go watch the debate and see what that's all about. We planned on it anyway, yeah. so I mean, we thought we we've been going too long. We're going to try and keep it to an hour and fifteen. And and um, yeah, if you're joining us late, we we're going to have Eric on from Grizz's Taxidermy, yeah. but he had a back connection down there. We'll in, definitely in, uh, get God's him on, country. So. so, and hopefully next Wednesday, I think we're still on. We're planning on having uh, Scott yep. Bachmeyer on from Dakota Prairie Outdoors. Uh, antelope season also opens next friday so scott we were hoping to get a little info yeah. on scott on what he's going to use to shoot and what he's seeing out there and uh should be a fun show it's always fun uh getting things work scott. out for us uh we're gonna we're finally able to get ourselves a mixing board and i think i know which one i want now jamie so you and i have talked about that mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that we will actually be able to then to put a phone into that and blend it into our into our actual uh, streaming platform okay Awesome. Hopefully with that, then like tonight, at least we could have put up, you know, Eric's picture and probably Mm -hmm. just had him be on the phone and uh, do that. And I mean, I had imagined at some point we could even take calls. I don't know if I'm really ready for that just yet. Chats are great, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Maybe when we're on Fridays for for forty five minutes be, on well, so that's coming and, up. So the twin, but so by the way, Clay, the twins they they did make the playoffs, and I don't know, they look like they're doing pretty good. So if you're looking for, we're not going to be on K Fire for eight fifteen until the twins are done. So it yeah. looks like they're going to be on there for. They, I mean, they, whatever. I'm not going to piss through, off huh? all the twins fans. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I hope your twins go to the. You know, from me, knocks me and Clay back uh, a few more. Gene six, says, weeks, Gene uh, says he's going to take out the American icon, the thirty thirty. There've been a lot of deer hunted with the right on, no doubt right on. It. And I got, <laughs> I got a text here from White at the blind guy. He said ninth anniversary date break taken to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Let's see what kind oh, of music can great. I play to, to set the mood. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so Clay, you got another two way. If you don't, I got another two way. Well, I've got one. Up. I've All got right. one. I guess we could do that. So we're what about ten to seven? Yeah. Why don't we do that? Yeah, I got another one. You got so, one. Let's 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 hit. Let's um, hit it's it's a follow up from a case. Remember the case out there in Billings, Montana, with the uh, yep. gun freeze schools. On? I'm really following. Yeah, the guy this. who had yeah he had the gun in his private yep. property because basically his neighbor was a freaking nut who tr- threatened to kill him and beat his ass once. Yeah, so. and he got thrown in jail and they arrested him. Of course, uh, yeah. The nice thing about this case is I have no doubt this the federal. Remember that's a federal case. Well, that case I have no doubt it's going to work through the system. Gun Owners of America got involved with that, and I believe even the Second Amendment Foundation has signed on now. I didn't go to check to see if NRA has, because I was just kind of following what's going no, on. No, of course they didn't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> I bet they're there, but because it's such a <laughs> it's such a huge case when it when it starts 
when it gets to uh, mm-hmm. those upper courts, we'll see what happens. Because I imagine those judges right. are going to do like all the others we're seeing. They're referring to Bruin and boom. So anyway, so here's the follow-up though. So the guy was in jail. Remember they were keeping him without bail? They wouldn't let him out? Yeah. And we yeah. thought, really, here's a guy with really no record, no issues, and they're not letting him out. But yet they're letting people out that actually have records, long records. Ah, they can go, no problem. Well, the guy who threatened him and beat yes. his ass. So here's what happened. Gabriel Metcalf, he had a pre-trial uh, detention without bail, changed to release on his own recognizance due to the facts that the excellent work done by his federal defender, Russell Hart, basically made the judge realize that Gabriel was not a threat and released him with some restrictions. So you'll love this. Mm-hmm. as he's, So he gets federal court. The judge there says, you're right. There's no reason to keep this man detained and incarcerated. But... As he's getting ready to be released, he was being held at the Yellowstone Detention Facility Administration Building. The administrators told him that he couldn't leave. So he says, well, what's going on? Someone discovered a warrant for his arrest. Russell Hart said something to the effect that, oh, wait, we have an order from the judge for his release. They said, we don't care. You're a federal attorney. This is a local matter. You have no say in local matters. So they produced this warrant. It was said to exist, exist, but it was never served until Saturday in court, the day he was supposed to walk out of that detention center. Some At some point wow. then on Saturday, after they served this warrant to him, then he was brought before a local judge who then approved bail, but with restrictions. He was not supplied with a public defender at the point at this point. And then if he would have pled not guilty, it is not required for an attorney to be present at the initial appearance. The law enforcement sources say they verified that this is considered a valid tactical timing decision. So I don't know what, what do you think one of the restrictions might be on him? Just oh, he can't have guns. Actually, they didn't even say anything about that in here. He's got to wear a GPS monitor. So that's fine. We've seen that before. But he has to pay nine dollars and fifty cents a day, which will be about three hundred bucks a month. <laughs> for his own freaking his ankle, own bracelet? ankle bracelet bracelet yeah. oh my god you gotta be shitting me so here. uh right now he's working i mean is this judge the the cousin of the guy who beat beat this dude <laughs> up or know, what but so this is a local judge they found this warrant you're gonna love this so uh the primary concern right now though for, for gabriel matt Clef, calf is that they're trying to get him a good local you know counsel for this local charge so the jail records, after investigating this, they show that this local warrant, which was never served, you realize they never served this? They sat on this thing for three years. I mean, something's Yeah, no here. kidding. And it's a misdemeanor assault. You'll love this. There's no witnesses. It's just an incident of one person's word against another. Well, that tells me right there. That's why this warrant was never served, because it had no merit. I didn't know you could hold a warrant for three years, and and maybe you can't. I have no clue. That's very new to me, and I I have no clue. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's something we have to ask uh, Naomi Chafee. Maybe she'd have some insight onto that. But Yeah. So the police, they claim they were unaware of this warrant before Mr. Metcalf was charged. Uh, Just a second here, and now you'll love this. I just got a message that my Windows wants to reinstall. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I get that all the time. Anyway, uh. (laughs) <laughs> so the police say they were unaware of this uh, before he was charged. And bra- when he was breaking the gun-free zone, remember what they said? They said they had nothing they could charge him with. He wasn't breaking law. That's why they didn't do anything. Yeah. And they really had this. So yeah. the cops didn't know. 
this warrant, wherever it was or wherever it was being held or, or however this went down, this was done on purpose. I mean, when you look at everything and how this went down, this guy was on federal charge. They were trying to make an example of him. He got a great lawyer, got out, and they're like, oh, no, no, we're not going to let this happen. Hey, by the way, we have a warrant. <laughs> I mean, this is insane. Uh, basically, uh, let me I was look at this. Yes, even if he would have been convicted of this a simple assault, did you know that the charge involved, he still wouldn't have been prohibited from possessing firearms. So as of right now, the way it looks, mm -hmm. that was the only mention of it, and I, I didn't find anything else where he's prohibited from actually having firearms because he's committed no crime. David Carpenter with a felony. This is another guy. He has a felony trial coming up. He was released, not required to wear a GPS ankle monitor. He only had a that's the guy who beat him yeah, up, I think. Only had a few months without a reported problem, so he's he's you know he's got uh, he's got issues. Uh, he's had five misdemeanor convictions, and is a person who Gabriel and Vivian have had had the order of protection against. So he got released with no GPS monitoring, but Mister Metcalf, oh no, he's got to have <laughs> unbelievable. That's what I said. He's got to be the judge. Has got to be his cousin. Oh, it's or just insane. Or... I will say that what they did here, you know. They're basically Vivian. That's his mother. You know, that's the one who's living with him, and he's taken care of. Vivian, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. They they have set up guys uh, a give send go for him uh, at uh, for this for uh, Gabriel to try and raise some money to try and help offset mm -hmm. these local charges. The federal case, I think, it wasn't a big deal because a lot of groups stepped in, but this local one now he's footing the bill for it. So, yeah, I mean, think of this a three-year-old charge and now they issue a warrant unbelievable guys there's something fishy there and yeah. you can't see that oh, they pulled it out of nowhere they've been sitting yeah they held it we had this now we're gonna my guess it. is they probably have the charges maybe there were charges pending they never actually charged a man that's why i never was and i think yeah. they probably somebody said oh wait a second <laughs> yeah we know this hey he's got this let's um, charge him and serve a warrant and I'm curious to see how that turns. Yeah, well, out, so. I keep following it. So, guys, when I get an update, I'll let you know that that yeah, just came out here that. in the last day. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, Eric says Clay, there's a reason for everything that happens. He said I couldn't be on the show, but maybe the reason was my wife made delicious <laughs> liver and onions for seven. Oh, liver and onions. Now I can enjoy them during the show. Oh, ooh, man, no way. No. no. Oh, him and Travis got something in common then for sure. They both like. Uh, they both like filters and, and onions. I like onions, but not liver. You know liver. The, the best way to prepare liver? Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I think I do. What, what's well, your there's recipe? two ways. You either take it and leave it on the prairie for the coyotes, or you go ahead and just throw it in the garbage. That's the best two ways. to. And then cook up the <laughs> yeah, onions. There you go. <laughs> exactly. That one I knew. That recipe I knew. <laughs> oh, um, All right, Clay. So we're going to go from one judge here to the next okay. one here in my second bullet point. And then we're going to hit your commie and then we're going like to wrap it up with the happy nice. ending. Okay. <laughs> I always do. Okay. So here we go. Uh, federal uh, last Friday, a federal judge issued an injunction blocking a California gun law that bans magazines holding more than 10 rounds. U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez, I mean, his name was familiar to yep. me right away, Clay, and at the end, everybody else will know why. A George W. Bush appointee found the law to be unconstitutional, noting such magazines are possibly the most commonly owned thing in America in the realm of firearms, which you probably yeah. right about. Benitez called the law extreme, noting there is 
quoting from Bruin here, no American tradition of limiting ammunition capacity. Gotta love Bruin, don't you? Got to love it. They're going to reference it again here. But uh, this case is about a California state law that makes it a crime to keep and bear common firearm magazines typically possessed for lawful purposes. He wrote, based on the text, history, and tradition of our Second Amendment civil right, this law is clearly unconstitutional. I could not agree agree more, more. Judge Benitez. (laughs) There have been and there will be times when you need more than 10 rounds to stop attackers, Benita said. Yet under this statute, the state says, "Too bad." This guy is pretty freaking. It's like the best yeah. judge George Bush appointed. Or what? Something right? <laughs> yeah, of course. So yeah, here we go. But here, here we come with with uh, Gavin oh, Newsom's yeah. boy to allow California Attorney General Rob Bonta sufficient time to appeal. The injunction will not take effect for ten days. Bonta tweeted Friday that he could immediately appeal what he called a dangerous a decision. A dangerous one. Now, it's called a common-sense constitutional decision, Bonta. Unbelievable. The Supreme Court was clear that Bruin did not create a regulatory straitjacket for states, and we believe that the district got this wrong, Bonta said in the statement. Of course, here's the judge had a little stat for old Bonta here. Approximate, because, you know, uh, of course, back to uh, uh, what – D.C., Heller versus D.C., oh, yep. commonly owned stuff, yep, right, yep. Clayton? Okay, so here we go. Here we go with this one. Approximately 48% of gun owners own firearms that hold more than 10 rounds, according to survey stats cited by Judge Benitez. So uh, pretty much half. Yeah. If that ain't common, and how many gun owners are there, Clayton, now? Oh, Probably 400 at million. Least. We don't so, even know. <laughs> I I mean, some Democrat will probably try to tell you 200 million is not a common, commonly owned thing in America, <laughs> but that's not going to pass most people's. No. Uh, so here, here we go too. Remember, Benita, as I said at the end, if you, this is where we heard his name that I remember hearing his name the first time. Benita's previously blocked the ban in a 2019 decision that was reversed on appeal to the Ninth Circuit, but the Supreme Court sent the case back to be heard in light of its decision in New York State and Pistol versus Bruin. Wow, there it is again. I yeah. love it. The Supreme Court held in 2022 Bruin ruling that laws regulating firearms must be consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearms regulation. Awesome. Right? And what did Benitez say? There's, there's no law that it's, that he remembers that banned that limited magazine capacity. That's right. Right? And that's just it. This is what I mean. I'm telling you guys right now, this, this decision, the Bruin decision, that was a huge, huge thing for us. It truly was. Okay, Clay, who 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 uh, who appointed the judges that passed Bruin and who endorsed that guy? Oh wow, my goodness, that was Mr. President Donald J. Trump. And what anti-gun um, <laughs> compromising organization endorsed President Trump? Oh, the big bad NRA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody, oh, we're never, never quitting. Quit. Uh, I'm going to throw one more thing in there. Um, as far Go as for it, uh, if you're done with that particular, yep, I'm done. Go we ahead. got a couple minutes here. I want to address the mm-hmm. Trump. You know, we talked a bit about this buying a Glock issue. He was at mm-hmm. uh, Palmetto Arms. I did find that out when you and I were talking. We weren't sure. It was PSA, yep. okay. And he yep. did eye that Glock, and it was the Glock Model 19, I believe, and it was the one that's the Trump uh, 45 edition. I've seen them before. Big long one of the comp. Yeah, the I mean it's yep. cool looking. And he says, you know, if you if you go back, I went and watched the video, but. He said, yeah, I'd like to have one of them. He never really said he wanted to buy it. He did say he, I mean, he did, but he didn't. Um, thing is, I will let you know, he did not buy it. 
Um, so for starters, guys, you can't buy a handgun if you're not a resident of the state where you're, you know, say you're in South Carolina, you're a resident of Florida, you can't buy a handgun. A common sense law. Yeah, exactly. Common sense law. <laughs> so with that, uh, he couldn't have bought it anyway. He had to purchase it and then find an FFL dealer that could handle it in uh, Florida. Now, from what I understand, mm-hmm. when he made his bail agreement on one of his freaking insane indictments, that would have violated that. So he should he wouldn't have been able to buy it anyway he did not buy this firearm some of the media made a little bit of a stink about it not much because there was nothing to make of it uh if he wants one i'm sure he'll get one someday who knows maybe one of his kids will buy one and it'll be a dad's birthday present someday but no as of right now he did not buy that gun and uh you know if he wants it i'm sure he'll get it whenever it's legal for him to do so Oh, he's not a felon yet, so hopefully somebody bought it and said, hey, That's got right. you a gift. Mr. Absolutely. President. Who knows? Maybe they'll just give him one. Yeah. 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 They can gift him one. That's exactly. Because PSA is making a lot of money. They're oh, making a lot of firearms. Yeah, That's, uh, big time. That's uh you can get uh, if you're looking for a cheap AR, just you know, for <laughs> for if the boogaloo ever starts, PSA's got some stuff there. No, they don't sponsor. No, they don't. We don't have any they, we're gonna we're gonna get after this yes, firearm sponsor. We will crap here, but so I gotta uh, I gotta put this so, up. We're talking about liver and onions. Let says it's gross. I bread it and fry it. <laughs> still gross. I still wouldn't eat it. We got to be in a zombie apocalypse for. Or I might have ate so. it when I was up there for two a day that night. Who knows? That's why you puke. Maybe that's why, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I was not in good shape that night. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on. Uh, you got anything else you want to add, or should we go on to our commie company of the week? Nope. Let's hit the commie right, company, Clayton. All right, we shorten that up a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> so my comic company of the week this week—it's uh, not local this time, but they sell a lot of products locally. Uh, Bismarck here, all around really. They're also a part of our—we thought they were part of the gun community. Evidently, they're not. And uh, it was in the news here a while back, but I wasn't sure exactly what was going on, so I wanted to know the details before I uh, trashed them. But I feel comfortable trashing them right now, so. <laughs> my comic company of the week is of course liberty safe company oh yeah i love um, it Perfect. you know they use the statue of liberty but evidently they don't really believe in what the country stands for especially when it comes to warrants they don't understand how that works and this all arose from a guy who was a january 6th defendant actually uh yeah, good. He's an insurrectionist. Insurrectionist, right? <laughs> and uh, when they raided the home, of, they wanted the, the code from Liberty uh, to access his safe and see what he had in there in his own private safe that he owns with his private firearms in his private home. The warrant was for the house. I did find that. It wasn't for the safe. But Liberty, upon the, that, they said, yeah, sure, we'll give it to you. And then they made this big you know, release. That's all we gave. We had to share it. And when, when the, they get a request, it was a warrant. Yeah. No, it was a warrant for the house. 
was not a warrant for the safe. People, I don't know if you understand this, but I imagine most of our viewership does. If a warrant is issued, it's pretty specific. I mean, it can be as specific as you go into a home, they issue a warrant for a certain particular thing, whether it be a knife or a gun. It'll even be like a, a Glock Model 19 black or whatever it might be. They're very specific. Now, if they find other things, mm-hmm. they can actually go back to a judge and look for, you know, get a warrant for other things. But usually when they're issued, they're very specific as to what you can do because it is such a invasion of your privacy and, a, and it violates our constitutional rights if you don't have a warrant. So Liberty went and did this anyway. They tried to you know, do some, some uh, well, PR and control. Did not work. Uh, last I looked, their stock was still falling. <laughs> and Good. They deserve to go un- under. Untouched. You know, running sells Liberty Safe. It ain't running's fault. They they had a, they have a variety. I noticed in their flyer this week, they have a different brand in there for all their hunting stuff. There's no Liberty Safe's in their flyer. <laughs> yeah, I mean Liberty's parent company too. I mean they're they're yep they're left they're leftists. Uh, what I forget what country are they located in? It's not here. Liberty? I thought it was a foreign entity that the parent. Uh, I thought they were made in Utah. Actually. Yeah, but I think isn't isn't the holding company? Yeah. Oh yeah, their company. Yeah, their company. Yeah, you probably right there. I guess they honestly, but I'd, I'd have to look that up again. Go figure. And uh, they're leftist guys. They, that particular parent company has been donating to the leftist ideology. They even donated mm-hmm. to BLM. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they they were donating to BLM. They donated to Biden to Obama. I mean, guys, this is what's happening. They super pro gun. Yeah, people. they they buy up these companies, and no one thinks about. It. I'm sure that the employees there in Utah, with actually Liberty Safe, are probably pretty pro gun and conservative. Oh, I bet you any money. They have they no are. clue. They probably never met the bozo who's running yeah, it now. So, but that, nonetheless, that's they made the wrong call there. The people in charge. And you, we cannot have our companies doing that. I mean, that's pretty crucial. Mm. I see you can go on Liberty mm. Safe website. And if you go on the pull down menu, I mean, you got to search for it. You can be removed from that list of uh, combinations. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, not out. So, anyway, that's my commie company of the week. I've been waiting to get around to them because I want to see Love where it. everything went. And I'm convinced they are a commie company of the week. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Brian Warner said, if Trump is convicted, maybe Hunter will do a straw purchase for that Glock for him. He ain't afraid to break the background love, check. Brian, love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. bro. So, all right. We're going we're gonna to do our last ad here, Clay. And then I'm going to do the – we're going to do the happy ending, and then we're going to finish it off with what's coming yep. up, and, and then we're going to go watch this debate. So, all right. Here we go. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. 
Yes, sir. Lauer Auto Repair. I always got to reiterate that. 309 South Washington Street, 701-258-6308. And you won't find any better mechanic that supports your Second Amendment as the boys down at Lauer Auto Repair. And guess what? Hunting season, uh, pheasant season is opening up. You're know, not so sure about that. Uh, your hunting rig, hunting rig there? You better call Doug and the boys and get an appointment for that, baby. Make sure you don't get stranded instead of walking tree rows for pheasants. You're going to be walking for sale service. Somebody come tow you. Yeah, so. no, especially if you're driving a Chevy. You, yeah, and if you're setting up them, if you're setting up them ground blinds for deer hunting season coming up, eh, blind guy, he can probably hook you up, and he and she can hook you up with some blinds for that too. You never know. Yeah. They can do all sorts of stuff. Why? It's a real handy guy, and and Tammy's got the all-wheel drive uh, blind guy vehicle. She can get anywhere you want. Turned into a honeymoon so. suite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So this week, oh man, I tell you, you, play what, you know what I'm forgetting to do here. You bet here. It might have been a Glock yeah. right there. It should have been a Trump Glock. Like actually, stuff <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're we're heading down here to Tejas. You know, a lot of these come from Texas. So uh, May sixth, a woman and a man were inside a home, and this is a weird name here, Nacogdoches, Texas. I think I got that right. When a man began knocking, then used a large metal object to break down the door. Once inside, the invader continued to the attack and broke down the bedroom door, whereupon the man in the resilient residence fatally shot the intrusive scumbag. Hmm. Yeah, he's dead. That's, That's a happy, a happy ending, ending part right, right there. there. The, re- <laughs> the residents immediately... What's that, Clay? The residents immediately called authorities and cooperated fully. No charges were filed against the armed citizen. That comes to you. Yeah. Uh, ketk.com tyler texas 5623 i'll tell you what texas loves to exercise their second amendment rights i love it yeah i mean in texas if somebody steals your i think florida too if somebody takes your vehicle yeah and drives away you can you so actually yeah, our, my, our neighbors right across the street here left their garage open one night by accident some low-life piece of shit went and stole their car never did find out who the scumbag mm, was i think you know i guarantee i'd have felt a lot better if they were pulling away and 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 I'd have had the right if I'd have seen them to just do do everybody a favor. But I mean, you know, JD and Clay need to investigate who it was. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's something needs to come up in the legislature. So, all right, Clay, let's tell everybody what we got going on Friday. Well, Friday, of course, we got uh, Mitchell in the morning. That comes on at seven forty a.m. in the morning. That's right, a.m. You guys on five fifty a.m. in Mountain Time, eight forty Central Time. We'll be talking about, I imagine we're going to talk a little bit maybe about the debate. I don't know what you got planned on that. Um, uh, What was the other? We were going to talk about something. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know we talked about it earlier. Oh, Friday. What were we going to talk about? Yeah, I know we had it set up earlier. I think we got it in the text message. I'm uh, a little bit off today because I run run home so I could finish up, uh, get ready because I was working on my water project over north. So I was kind of busy all day. So, hey, that's the way it goes. (laughs) I can tell you this. It's going to be entertaining and informative. Oh, yeah. We always have some good stuff on there. I'm probably going to go find out and see what, what becomes of the debate if the Second Amendment's even brought up. Unfortunately, it don't seem like that seems to be high on the list of things in the debates here lately. So, 
Yeah, well, they said they were going to try and, and probably hit on that this evening. So I think last time they said DeSantis, and I can't remember one other guy kind of brought it up. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking through. Oh, here we go. I'll tell you what, this is one of the things we're going to talk about Friday, Clay. Uh, Gavin Newsom, California, signs gun laws that add new taxes and limits where gun owners can carry firearms. So I guarantee you that's going to be one of our topics. 11%, and I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, ridiculous. Yep. Ridiculous. Um, we got we we got all kinds of stuff. Honestly, people, there, there's so much crap. It's that never we can, ending. We can talk about here, but yeah, we try to pick out the most. We might have to get a an outdoor story in there. We haven't done that in a while, but we'll talk about that California one for sure. And don't forget next Wednesday, um, should, should <laughs> if everything goes right, we're gonna have again Scott Bachmeyer on from Dakota Prairie Outdoors. Scott's got his landowner's tag there for, for antelope. I antelope hunted with Scott three years ago during the COVID deal. And uh, we might talk about that a little bit, but we'll ask Scott what he, how he plans on hunting his antelope. He's a big bow hunter, so he might want to try that first before he breaks out the old cheater stick and then just blasts it at like 900 yards, right? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of looking through some stuff here. I, there was a couple things I maybe wanted to bring, but I, I don't know what I want to do. If I want to do them on Friday or if I want to do them on Wednesday. The American Suppressor Association, uh, their foundation's inaugural, they're having a silent night banquet. I'm going to have to read that article because doesn't that sound cool, the silent night banquet for the Suppressor Association? And my friend Jason Wilson made Ammo Land. Uh, Lucid Optics, they're introducing a new E7 Blue Reticle, so I'm going to go check that out. And who knows, if this works out, I should get in touch with uh, Jason, a good friend of mine, owner of Lucid Optics. I worked with him a lot with the NRA. Maybe we ought to have him on to mm-hmm. talk about his optics because you know what? A lot of people don't know I'm in. what they are. I'm in. We got a lot of, hey, deer season's coming up. We got a lot of stuff we can hit gear related and coming up. I can tell everybody right now, um, and if you have, didn't notice, tonight was one of them nights. Uh, we're really not, we kind of stepped away a little bit from the actual politics and, and kind of changing modes and going into gear and hunting because it's hunting season. And I'm I'm revved up too, so it's, that's what's on my mind. I'm yeah we're gonna have a lot of hunting related and i asked doug there's no getting away from the politics we still follow it we still follow cases like that guy out in montana things like that but and you have to stay on top of it but so doug replied back to me i said hey axe did you did you ever get that old chevy truck sold did you want to see any advertising says still for sale he says price to move so if you you want more information guys uh call 701-258-6308 and ask for doug because I'm telling you, he's got price to move, he says. Poor Axel. <laughs> I have a 57. It's just like it. It's green, so I don't need another one. But Hey, Brian, thanks. Brian Warner, good show, guys. Thanks, oh, Brian. Thanks, appreciate Brian. that. Appreciate you supporting the show every week, and, too, buddy. Not only that, Brian was like one of our only guys who who uh, got himself a, a membership as a supporter of the We, we appreciate program, that. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Actually, we had one other do. one. Uh, it was just a donation, and uh, that was from uh, Zach. He uh, did a donation. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Zach and Brian got it. All right, Clayton. Let's uh, let's. We said we're going to keep it short. I mean, we're going to try and do this with most and of these shows from now on because we're going to be on. I mean, once we're on Fridays for forty minutes, that's going to be fun, guys. I mean, it seems like it, but it'll be here in probably four weeks. I know. Uh, but yeah, we're going to. My plan is next weekend. Like I said, still to come up there. Um, you know, so I, I know you and I yep. have talked about it before, and I think I'm going to bring the camper and maybe the boys. Uh, bring the good. cameras and see if we can't. I can tell you, I don't know if I'm going to shoot much, Jamie. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to get some great video. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, 
Well, I'll tell you what, then if them, those guys want to go hunt, you can come out and uh, shack with me and we can scout Heck some yeah, deer be a lot of fun. in the evening in the morning. So. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody. There's no big bucks there, so oh. don't don't worry about seeing well, <laughs> I'm not even kidding there. I haven't I gotta seen I got to say, one, so. um, go I've go seen ahead. a lot of deer around. I'm not going to tell everybody what I've seen, but there's one in particular mm-hmm. one, but I guarantee you, you ain't going to get him because I'm not going to let you hunt. I ain't letting nobody hunt for where he's at. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to shoot him. He's nice. And he'd be a nice buck, but uh, I think he needs another year or two. I think I'm going to let him go. So, yeah. As long as he yeah. stays right there. All, All right. right. I guess. All right. Thanks, everybody. Clayton, and, and what what are we going to do till Friday when you listen to Todd Mitchell? Show? Well, you got to get out there and keep your powder dry, everybody. Guys, have a great rest of the week and weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget, 5.50 a.m., Mitchell in the morning, 7.40 Mountain, 8.40 Central. Till then, guys. We'll see everybody next week.